Hello everyone and welcome once again to Let's Talk Catholic and as we always try to do let's start off with the prayer for the cause of canonization for Venerable Frederick Barriga. In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, thank you for the life and holiness of your servant, Frederick Barriga. I pray you will honour him by the title of saint. He dedicated himself completely to missionary activity, to make you known, loved and served by the people who you love. As a man of peace and love, Bishop Barriga brought peace and love wherever he travelled. Lord, grant Venerable Bishop Barriga the grace of beatification. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This week I'm going to uh, talk about something that um, I think years ago I might have spoken about, and in fact it actually might have been before we started making the radio programmes, and that's persecutions, in particular anti-Catholic persecutions. Uh, I'm just going to to talk about some of the things that are going on in the country at the present moment. I um, think it's something that, that people need to be aware of. And admittedly, I may be more sensitive to it because of where I grew up, that certainly where I grew up in Glasgow and Scotland, all my life and my parents' life, we had to deal with uh, anti-Catholicism and sometimes extremely unpleasant things. I uh, could tell many stories, but one story I'll tell, which is sadly true, um, so background to this is that Celtic has um, two very large soccer teams. One of them is called uh, Celtic Football Club, and the other one is called Glasgow Rangers. And the Celtic Football Club was founded by Christian, the Christian brothers for the Catholic community, predominantly, of course, the Irish Catholic community, uh, something to gather around because they were excluded from everything else in Scottish society. The other team, Glasgow Rangers, which is slightly older, was, of course, just founded by a group of uh, Glasgow sportsmen in a country that was very, very uh, Protestant and very anti-Catholic. And Glasgow Rangers didn't employ, had an active policy of not employing Catholics right up until the 1980s. I think it was 1989, in fact, the first time they employed a Catholic, and that was their policy. So that's not ancient. That's, what's that, 30-odd years ago? Something like that. And when they did employ a Catholic, he was a, a, a football player, a soccer player. His name was Morris Johnson. And he had, was a baptised Catholic, but he never practised the faith. He didn't go to Mass and things like that. And when he was, so that's the background, and when uh, Rangers signed him, at the time I worked in a trauma unit in uh, Glasgow, the largest 
trauma unit in the in the city. So they signed us this Catholic and we had brought into the trauma unit I worked in a man who when his wife told him that Rangers had signed a Catholic had gone out onto the balcony of his third floor flat in the north of the city and jumped off because he could not believe that his team had signed a Catholic. When he was brought in, so he broke his back, uh, both ankles as well as I recall. When he, when he was brought in, everything he wore had the Rangers soccer team logo on it. His, even his toothbrush, everything had the Rangers logo on it. And of course he had tattoos all over himself. The Rangers things, but also a lot of anti-Catholic things. And his wife asked uh, the charge nurse, and this is a direct quote, could you try and make sure that no Fenians look after Billy? Now, most of you will never have heard the word Fenian, I would suspect. But Fenian is means somebody who supports either Fianna Fáil or Sinn Féin and Fianna Fáil is a party that now I think I think it still exists but it's a political party in the Republic of Ireland and Sinn Féin is a Republican party in Northern Ireland, the British part which uh, is actually was always considered to be the political wing of the IRA so this woman had accused any Catholics, didn't matter who they were, any Catholics of automatically being terrorists. And she thought it was a reasonable thing to ask to make sure that no uh, Catholics actually go near her husband, which of course didn't happen. Another tale I can tell you is that uh, a, a girl that I dated a long time ago. Um, she wasn't Catholic and we were popping into her house and when I entered the house her father turned his chair away from me so he wouldn't have to look at me because I was a papist. Again, of course, that comes from the word, the word Pope and things. And in conversation with his wife, who didn't seem too embarrassed about this bizarre behaviour of this man. We're talking about where we studied, and, and I went, I studied nursing under Glasgow University. And, and he turned, the man said, without really turning round, the man said, uh, well, of course, you people don't have to set the same level of exams as we do because of your limit limitations. So you people meant Catholics, of course. And imagine saying that. And there was another occasion, and this will be my last one before I move on to the main body of what we're going to talk about, where I was at a conference for uh, leadership in nursing in the United Kingdom. And somebody at a table next to me leaned over and said, 
you're a Catholic, aren't you? And, and I said, yes. And this person said, well, isn't it true that you Catholics have a secret island in the Mediterranean where you put all the illegitimate children to priests and nuns? And I said to the person, if you get mental health problems, and the person turned round to the table that she was sitting at and said, I mean, I told you up front that he would deny it. They always do. So why do we have this kind of anti-Catholicism? We don't have this against other groups. And if you think about it, the fact that someone has a problem with, uh, if they're Caucasian with Hispanic or Hispanic with Caucasians, or Negroes with Hispanics, or Hispanics with Negroes, or, or Orientals. That, as heinous as that is, that's understandable because people actually who look different, different colour of skin, different eyes, different facial features, at least there is a difference there. But for a fellow, in my case, a fellow Scottish person who sounds the same, who apparently, you would hope, grew up in the same world, although it seems to have been a different world, their, their hatred, their dismissal, their suspicion is not based on anything that they can see. It's based on some kind of strange indoctrination. And two years ago, I think it was, this was brought up in the pretend Scottish Parliament that uh, bigotry was still against anti-Catholic bigotry was still a problem in society, and what was suggested by the majority of the Scottish members of Parliament, who of course are not Catholic, the major the majority suggestion was, then we should do away with Catholic schools, because Catholics brainwash their children, and that's what makes them different, and and that's why people treat them differently. So, and nobody seemed to really pick up, well, the Catholic MP, uh, MSPs did, but other people didn't seem to pick up that that's you victimising the victims. That would be the equivalent of saying, well, the reason why you were raped is because you were wearing a short skirt. And you, we all hope that society had moved on from these things, but evidently not in, sadly, my own country when it comes to religious bigotry. The the research a couple of years ago as well, I think it's maybe five years ago now, from the Scottish government was that in Scotland you the the main reason for you not getting a job, otherwise not being qualified, is because you were Catholic. Not even your skin colour because of being Catholic. Now these are horrible things and Scotland's not the only place that this happens. This is my point. What we are seeing now here in the United States is once again a rise, so it's not a new thing in America, as I will talk about, but we are seeing a rise in anti-Catholicism. Since May 2020, and this is being recorded uh, in August of 2022, there have been over 170 attacks on Catholic churches that have been reported to the police. 
Now, many people, many churches won't report if they have had... I'll give you another example. When um, Father uh, Joseph Miscavige and I were were assigned in Alpina, uh, there was a day when we, I think it was the second year I was there, where somebody had stuck a whole lot of anti-Catholic things onto the door that comes out the back of the of the church hall. Now, that should be a hate crime. If I was going around sticking things on Lutheran church halls or Baptist church halls, I'm sure people would, and correctly, would be coming after me. But that's just an example. So what I'm going to do in this this episode is I'm actually going to read out all of these or a lot of these attacks so you get an idea of how widespread this this is. And perhaps in between I might talk about some other times that there have been persecutions. But this is not to depress. The Lord told us that we could expect to be persecuted and indeed we have. And, and as you know when St Paul on the road to Damascus when he lost his sight, the voice said, Saul, Saul, why do you? Why are you persecuting me? As the body of Christ, who's telling truth in the world, we're going to be persecuted. Part of this is because I want you to be aware of it. I recently had to point out to someone that I wasn't getting my information from a particular news network. I was actually getting, as the things I'm going to read, are on the Bishop's Conference for the United States website. That's how serious it is that the bishops are keeping a, a record of of this. Now, there are some Catholic blogs and Catholic groups that are tracking these things, and some of them have got more than 200 attacks since May 2020, but I'm going to go with the the Bishops' Conference, and I'm going to read out the kind of things that are going on because I want you all to be aware. I want you also to inform those who you know who are fallen away Catholics or who perhaps need to contact their politicians about building up this awareness. I was I was sent an article that um, said that the present administration... Um, is going to create a, a strategic group in order to help protect hospitals that are going to do transgender surgery on children. Nobody should be attacking hospitals. But it seems very peculiar to me, because as far as I know, and obviously I, I could be wrong here, no hospitals have been attacked for that, whereas Catholic churches are being attacked. And Catholic churches being attacked is a real thing. And yet there seems to be no strategic group for that. I know individual states are doing things about that, but the government doesn't seem to want to do anything about it. The other things you might have been been following that uh, in Nicaragua, in Madagalpa, the bishop there has been put under house arrest and it's only a matter of time before they, they arrest him, probably. Well... I was also reading in an international Catholic news website that in Madagalpa there have been, not in Madagalpa rather, in Nicaragua 
Now, so that's a, a regime hostile to Catholicism, openly hostile to Catholicism. There's been 185, that's what I read yesterday, 185 open attacks against Catholic churches. But here in the States, there has been over 170 in a regime that claims not to be anti-Catholic or hostile to Catholicism. But when will these things probably be prob properly be addressed? When we have other groups that get protection, why is it that we are not seeing people call out? I know many bishops are, but not enough. What people calling out anti-Catholicism? So, with that being done, I'm going to read out from the bishop's website a few of these things. I might comment as a as I, I go along, but we'll see because there's actually quite a few of them, of course, and they're spread around the the country. Uh, so that's what I'm going to, I'm going to do now. May eighth, twenty twenty. Pulpit and altar and statue damaged at St Anthony's Catholic Church in Casper, Wyoming. May 28th. Someone broke into the church and poured flammable liquid under the pews, lighting a fire that damaged pews and the floor. Basilica of St Mary, Minneapolis, Minnesota. May 29th. Exterior damage, including thrown rocks shattering windows at St Jude Chapel, Dallas, Texas. May 29th. Thrown rocks shattered rectory windows at the Cathedral of the Assumption, Louisville, Kentucky. May 30th. Church exterior graffitied with prosecute killer cops, ACAB, all cops are, you know what the word starts with, a B, kill all cops and make America pay for its crimes against black lives. That's on Our Lady of the Mountain, at St. Peter, St. Well, the, at Our Lady of Mount Lebanon, St. Peter's Cathedral, Los Angeles in California. Now, that's, as I said, I would sometimes comment, why are people spraying on Catholic churches anti-police slogans? What has that to do with us? When we're all law-abiding and the Lord tells us, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and we are supposed to follow just laws, of course. But why, when somebody wants to attack something, why are they attacking the uh, St. Peter's Cathedral in Los Angeles? Why are they not attacking a police station or government places? Why is it that someone in someone's thought processes is, I'm going to attack something, I'm going to to make some public statement, therefore I will attack a place of worship, a Catholic place of, of worship. That seems very peculiar because it makes no sense. May 30th and 31st. Church exterior damaged over multiple nights, including smashed gates, graffiti with message such as God is dead and there is no God, in windows shattered by rocks. That's the Cathedral Basilica of the Immaculate Conception in Denver, Colorado. Then June 20, 
20, June 22nd. Uh, it's a Catholic college, on-campus cemetery for deceased priests who taught at the school. A man defaced gravestones by painting swastikas and anti-Catholic language, burned some American flags that were next to the graves and assaulted a college security guard that's in Providence College, Providence, Rhode Island. Once again, why is that man attacking uh, a graveyard if he has some problem with the American flag? Uh, and, and many of these attacks, and you read the details, the details are on the, the bishop's site. Very few of them have got to do with people who are drunk or high. It's it just as a Obviously, it's motivated by hate. We know that. Then, in July of 2022, outdoor statue of St. Mary beheaded and hands severed. That's in St. Anne Catholic Church, Gary, Indiana. July 5th and 6th, a crucifix at roadside, roadside shrine smashed. That's St. Bernadette Catholic Church, Rockford, Illinois. July 10th, Outdoor statue of St. Mary, spray-painted with the word idol. That's outside the Cathedral Prep School and Seminary at Elmhurst, New York. So I was just, I was reminded of, uh, I mean, that's such a horrible thing to do, spray on a statue of Our Lady Idol. But somebody sent me a, a picture recently of an Australian journalist, some of you will have seen this, who was at a pro-death rally and was wearing a t-shirt, and I've seen this before, but a t-shirt that said, um, Mary would have done us all a favour if she'd had an abortion. What kind of twisted hate motivates people even to create those things? Never mind do these, these kind of things. And that one that was sent to me recently, that was a journalist, a so-called journalist, that was wearing that. So much for the uh, independence of the press, which I know is not a thing anymore. Back to the the vandalism. July 11th, fire at a 249-year-old church destroyed the roof, pews, and more besides. That's the Mission San Gabriel, the Archangel, at San Gabriel in California. So that's an attack on heritage as well. Now, obviously for us, all these attacks are on attacks on our tradition and our heritage. But that that's 250-year-old church. In fact, it's 251 years old now from when that happened. That's that's an attack on the very heritage of, of the people. Then July 11th again, man crashed a minivan through church doors, poured gasoline on the foyer and lit it on fire. Uh, people were inside the church at the time preparing for Mass. That ironically happened at the Queen of Peace Catholic Church in Ocala, Florida. Again on July 11th to 12th, outdoor statue of St Mary burned. That's at St Peter's Parish, Dorchester, Massachusetts. July 13th, statue of St Mary beheaded. St. Stephen Catholic Church, Chattanooga, Tennessee. July 14th, statue of St. Mary painted red. St. Mary's Cathedral, Colorado Springs, Colorado. 
July 14th to 15th. Outdoor statue of Jesus, knocked over and beheaded. That's at the Good Shepherd, Catholic Church, Miami, Florida. July 15th. Satanic and anarchistic symbols painted on the front door of the church. St. Joseph's Catholic Church, New Haven, Connecticut. July 18th to 19th. Abortion monument toppled over. That's at Our Lady of the Assumption Catholic Church, Bloomingburg, New York. Then moving on to August of 2020. August the 3rd, fires set at the church entrance. That was at Sacred Heart Church, Weymouth, Massachusetts. I've actually been to that church. It's a nice, nice church. Or it was before somebody set fire to it. August 8th, deconsecrated church destroyed in suspected arson attack. That is Sacred Heart Catholic Church at Wounded Knee, South Dakota. August 9th, statue of St. Jude beheaded. That's Our Lady of Guadalupe Shrine, Denver, Colorado. August 17th, statue of Mary beheaded. Swastika spray painted on the Ten Commandments. That's Holy Family Parish at Citrus Heights, California. August 24th. Attempted beheading of a statue of Our Lady. That's Our Lady Help of Christians at Allentown, Pennsylvania. August 25th. Anti-Catholic graffiti spray-painted on Catholic church site during protests over police shooting of Jacob Blake. St. James Church, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Once again, why is somebody spraying anti-Catholic things during a protest about the police shooting Jacob Blake? Unless, and I don't mean this flippantly, unless the whoever shot the man said, I'm doing this in the name of Our Lady, or... Uh, as a Catholic, I feel I have to shoot this man. These shootings or anything that the police is doing has no relation to our faith. Yet it seems that if somebody wants to protest, doesn't matter what I'll protest, uh, I'll go and attack the, the church. And, and you know, it, it, there's no sense to it either because some people are, Call us fascists, whereas we've heard consistently some people then spray swastikas on... Now, are they spraying the swastikas because they think we're fascists? Or are they spraying the swastikas because they are fascists? Because, like so many things with these people who are completely ill-educated, they don't know that the, the Nazis actually were targeting the Catholic Church and wanted rid of the Catholic Church. And, of course, as those who listen to this will know, thousands of priests and nuns died in concentration camps and others were just right shot. I was reading about uh, four Polish priests who were guillotined. They're all blessed and they were they were guillotined for being priests that asked people to make sure that they kept coming to Mass when the local uh, Nazi um, governor had said that people weren't to go out in the evenings and so he rounded up these priests and, and they were guillotined so 
uh, we were, we are, of course, very much against fascism, just like we're against communism. As I keep telling people, we're neither right nor left wing. You're either Catholic or you're not Catholic. Politics don't enter into it for us, apart from the politics of interpersonal relationships. So moving into September of 2020, September 9th, statues damaged and beheaded, windows broken. That's at the Immaculate Heart of Mary Church, Tioga, Louisiana. September 11th, statue of Our Lady of Guadalupe toppled, the Shrine Church of Our Lady of Solace, Brooklyn, New York. September 13th to 14th, statue of St. Therese, toppled, beheaded, parish office burglarized, St. Therese of the Child Jesus, Catholic Church, Midvale, Utah. September 15th, statue of Jesus, toppled and beheaded at St. Patrick Cathedral, El Paso, Texas. September 23rd, man breaks church windows, sets pews on fire, the Incarnation Catholic Church, town and country, Florida. September 24th, man with baseball bat damages crucifix and doors at the Catholic Seminary, that's Assumption Seminary, San Antonio, Texas. September 26th, churches graffitied with swastikas, white power written on them, upside down crosses, BLM and Biden 2020, St. Peter's Chaldean Catholic Cathedral and our Mother of Perpetual Help Catholic Church, El Cayon, California. So there's a bit of a confusing thing. I guess one church is getting swastikas and white power put on it and another church is getting BLM put on it. And why are they spraying Biden 2020 and protest on a Catholic church? unless these people felt that Biden was an anti-Catholic candidate, which seems very peculiar because the president is not slow at telling people that he's a practicing Catholic. So again, this is a level of ignorance or confusion or uh, who knows. Then September 29th, Rocks and cinder blocks thrown through windows of a Catholic church, decapitated heads of holy family statues found on site. Cathedral of St. Mary of the Assumption, Fall River, Massachusetts. And I used to live quite near that. That's quite a thing to, I mean, a rock, obviously, that could be various different sizes, but cinder blocks, that takes a bit of organisation to put a cinder block through the window of a Catholic church, particularly... Uh, the Cathedral of St Mary of the Assumption, because it's not the windows aren't low down. Again, September 29th, statues of Joseph, Mary and infant Jesus decapitated, heads carried away at St Joseph Cupertino Catholic Church, Fall River. So that would make you think that that was the same people, perhaps, who did the previous one, since they both happened on the same same day. But there you are, somebody went in a rampage through, Fall River's not very big. Somebody went through a rampage at Fall River and decided to attack a couple of Catholic churches. Then October 2020, October 12th, statue of Junipero Serra defaced and pulled down. 
That would be the mission of San Rafael Archangel, San Rafael, California. This is, I think, the, the could be the second or the third of the mission churches that I've read out that have been attacked here. And, of course, you know, there's been a lot of lies told about St. Yunipurosera. St. Yunipurosera was a defender of the native peoples. He was not a slaver. And anybody who says that is just a, just a liar. And then October 19th, pro-life display vandalised. The display consists of 150 small white crosses and a banner which were knocked down. That's at the Immaculate Heart of Mary Catholic Church, Magnolia, Arizona. October 20th, Statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary found vandalised. Left hand was cut off and there was a crack along her head. So somebody had tried to obviously take off the statue's head. That's Resurrection, Roman Catholic Church, Brooklyn, New York. This doesn't it seem that there's a lot of attacks on statues of Our Lady. October 21st, Statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary and Jesus Christ found toppled. Gardens surround, surrounded the statues were also damaged. St. Germain Catholic Church, Prescott Valley, Arizona. October 22nd, Statue of Mary toppled at St. Peter and St. Paul Catholic Church, Scranton, Pennsylvania. And that's one that probably our own beloved Bishop, Bishop Walsh, would be aware of. That's from his, his home diocese. Then October 25th, altar vandalised St. Mary of Tours, Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. So somebody's not just driven by or whatever and damaged the exteriors. Somebody's actually gone in to this church to have a go at the altar. We just, so far, of course, there's not been any talk of uh, attacks on tabernacles, although we do not we do know at least once that's happened and I'm sure as I go through these different attacks that will be one that will come forward. November of 2020, November 8th, Head of Jesus Stolen from Crucifix at some other Cabrini Catholic Church, Shamokin, Pennsylvania. November 9th, Statue of Mary Graffitied, God is Dead, spray-painted on church exterior, St. Mary's Catholic Church, Chicago, Illinois. November 10th, portrait of Pope St. John II, defaced St. Gabriel Elementary School, Milford, Connecticut. November 15th, apparent arson attack on Sacred Heart Catholic Church, Brewster, Wyoming. November 23rd, Statue of Jesus smashed with a rock, two other statues decapitated and pushed into sewer drain, garden set on fire with accelerant, St. Bernard Catholic Church in Florida. So, you know, when they're, when they're set on fire with accelerant, that means people came, it wasn't some drunk or some high person just passing by, they've came with malice aforethought, they've came with a plan to, to do this kind of thing. Then into December of 2022. December 2nd, multiple incidents of vandalism, including topping of, toppling of statues, tearing down Stations of the Cross, St. Joseph's Catholic Church, Derry, Pennsylvania. December 6th, church buildings and bathrooms spray-painted, St. Louis Catholic Church, Huma, Los Angeles, uh, sorry, Louisiana. December 11th, 
front entrance to site graffitied Mission San Juan Capistrano, San Juan Capistrano, California. I've, I've been there, a friend of mine celebrated his first mass there. Uh, this is, I think, so this is the third or the fourth of the, the mission churches. This is all part of their heritage. So even if you're not a Catholic in California, this is part of your heritage. Uh, and people are attacking it. December 25th. Nativity scene vandalised on Christmas morning. That's on St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church, Indianapolis, Indiana. December 28th. Stained glass windows vandalised. Cathedral of St. Mary of the Assumption, Fall River. And that, of course, is the second attack on that particular church. Massachusetts, of course, has a a lot of um, craziness in it. I lived there for three years. A lot of good people, but also quite a lot of strange ideas. So, moving into 2021. January 1st. Cathedral tagged with anti-police graffiti. St. Patrick's Cathedral, New York, New York. Again, have to ask this question. Why would you be putting anti-police graffiti on Catholic churches? If you're going to protest the police, why are you not doing that on a police station or on the local town hall? What has that got to do with us? January 19th. Graffiti and arson at the cathedral. That's the Rosary Cathedral, Toledo, Ohio. January 29th. Statue of Our Lady of Guadalupe shot six times. Queen of Peace, Catholic Church, Houston, Texas. Again, who does that kind of thing, driving about and decides that they're going to take a shot at a representation of Our Lady, pregnant with her son? Moving into February of 2021. February 10th, three angel statues toppled and broken. That's at St. Pius X, El Paso, Texas. February 16th, statue and flower pots around altar damaged. St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church, Denver, Colorado. There seems to be, in the ones I've done so far, and maybe it's just because they're they're identifying them, we've had quite a few from California, quite a few from Massachusetts, quite a few from Col- from Colorado, quite a few from Florida. Um, it makes you wonder what is going on in the in the political sphere in some of these places. Uh, February twenty fifth, chapel doors and statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary vandalized St. Mary of the Knobs Catholic Church Floyd's Knobs Indiana February twenty seventh several statues vandalized Basilica of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Youngstown Ohio moving into March March second Vandals damaged statues of the Blessed Virgin Mary and St. Thomas the Apostle at St. Thomas the Apostle Catholic Church, Fort Worth, Texas. March 12th, unknown substance inserted into locks, statues of the Blessed Virgin Mary knocked down at St. Teresa of Calcutta Church, St. John Paul Academy and St. Monica St. Augustine Catholic Church in Boston. So that's been a combined attack there, moving around and attacking more than one church. March 22nd, fire at St. Charles Catholic School and was felt to be and has since been confirmed as uh, arson, St. Charles Catholic Church, Spokane, Washington. 
now into April of 2021. Gunshots fired at Abbey of Benedictines of Mary, Queen of the Apostles. That's in uh, Gower, uh, Montana. Who who does that? Eh? I mean, who who drives by an abbey and takes shots at an abbey? April 15th, statues of three female saints vandalised the Holy Rosary Catholic Church, Woodland, California. April 16th or 17th, it's not quite sure, face of statue of Jesus vandalised St Mary's Cathedral, Fargo, North Dakota. April 17th, statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary, spray-painted St John Vianney, Rancho Cordova, California. April 18th, Statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary, St Mary Magdalene and St John, spray-painted Holy Rosary Catholic Church, Woodland, California. And that's at least the second time we've had that town named. April 26th, Man smashed face of Our Lady of Guadalupe with a sledgehammer at St Elizabeth Catholic Church, Van Nuys, California. So you don't just have to be walking along with a, a sledgehammer and decide to Spur of the moment, you're going to do that kind of thing. That's uh, again, that's that's a malicious attack on another image of Our Lady. Into May of 2021, May 2nd to 3rd, the statue of Jesus Christ decapitated at St Charles Borromeo Catholic Church, Waltham, Massachusetts. May 4th, uh, there's an update actually in the bishop's site. Updated on fire at Mission San Gabriel Archangel in the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. Man charged with arson, so that turned out to be an actual arson attack. May 5th, statue of Polish priest vandalised McCarran Park, Brooklyn, New York. I think that was the founder of the, the church. March 6th, stained glass windows broken and statue of St. Juan Diego vandalised Sacred Heart Catholic Church, Riverside, California. March 8th, rocks thrown through stained glass windows, Our Lady of Grace, Everett, Massachusetts. March 8th to 9th, statue of Jesus Christ vandalised, St Thomas More Catholic Church, Narragasset in Rhode Island. Another one that I've been to. March 14th, large crucifix toppled and smashed, American flag burned, St Athanasius Catholic Church, Brooklyn, New York. March 15th, Statues of Our Lady of Mount Carmel and the Sacred Heart of Jesus vandalised at Our Lady of Mount Carmel in St. Benedicta, St. Mary of the Assumption Parish, Staten Island, New York. Statue of the Baby Jesus decapitated, Diocese of Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. That would be outside the diocesan headquarters, I'm thinking. So there's an attack on a representation of a baby, never mind it being a baby Jesus. You, that's clearly a a pro-death attack. May 27th. Audio equipment stolen and multiple fire extinguishers deployed inside the Catholic Church. Our Lady of the Assumption Catholic Church, Leavenworth, Wyoming, I think that is. Then into June of 2021. Man caught on camera vandalising doors and stained glass. St. Charles Borromeo Catholic Church, Port Charlotte, Florida. June 8th, graffiti spray-painted on exterior of church, Immaculate Conception Church, Queens, New York. June 19th, fire started at front door of church, St. Veronica's Catholic Church, 
Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. June 30th, graffiti painted on exterior of church, Holy Ghost Catholic Church, Denver, Colorado. Then into July, July 1st, statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary holding baby Jesus, vandalised and stolen. Holy Rosary Church, Jersey City, New Jersey. July 2nd, front doors of church vandalised with red paint. St. James Cathedral, Seattle, Washington. July 4th, man seen on camera using red paint to vandalise church buildings and statues. St. Patrick's Catholic Church, Merced, California. July 7th, statue of Jesus covered in red paint. Basilica of St. Lawrence, Asheville, North Carolina. July 8th, fire set in Bell Tower, St. Mary's Catholic Church, Los Angeles, California. July 11th and 12th and June 26th, it says here, three churches vandalised by fire and graffiti, St. Francis of Assisi, Roman Catholic Parish, St. Patrick's Catholic Church, St. Andrew Catholic Church, all in Portland, Oregon. Somebody went on some kind of rampage there. July 17th, women seen on camera smashing statues of the Blessed Virgin Mary and St. Teresa of Lisieux, Our Lady of Mercy Catholic Church, Forest Hills, New York. Not sure what the red paint thing is about. Is that just that's a cheaper paint or something? Or is it supposed to be blood? Or it seems to be a kind of consistent thing? Or is it because these people metaphorically see red, so they buy red? It's very... Because none of it makes sense. I don't know why I'm trying to look for sense in this. But carrying on with this, the list. So this is now August 2021. August 6th. Doors vandalised with black paint. St. Benedict Catholic Church, Seattle, Washington. August 9th. Statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary vandalised. Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Bronx, New York. August 17th. Statue of St. Bernadette knocked down. St. Michael's Church, Flushing, New York. Now into September, September 2nd, exterior of Catholic and Parish Hall vandalised with white paint this time. St. Rose of Lima Catholic Church, J in Maine. September 5th, graffiti found on church's door and sign and garden sign. St. Louis Catholic Church, Louisville, Colorado. That's the second time that's been attacked. September 23rd, stained glass windows smashed. St. Peter, Armenian Apostolic Church, Finnois, California. September 29th, windows broken and exterior spray painted with pro-abortion messages. Sacred Heart of Mary Catholic Church, Boulder, Colorado. September 29th and August 29th, statues of Jesus vandalised at Miami Shores, Florida, St. Martha Catholic Church. Into October of 2021, hateful messages and other graffiti found spray painted on exterior wall and door, the Basilica of the Immaculate Conception in Denver, Colorado. October 10th, again on the 10th, windows broken and exterior vandalised and spray painted, St. Edward Catholic Church, Seattle, Washington. October 11th, paint splattered over the exterior of the church. Los Angeles, California, the church was St. Peter, Italian Catholic Church. Also on October 11th, graffiti painted on exterior wall of a residence 
of it's the Jesuits at Seattle University. October 21st, hateful messages spread on exterior wall of church. That's on the American Martyrs Catholic Church, Manhattan Beach, California. October 22nd, swastika painted on a pillar in the church parking lot. That's the Annunciation Catholic Church, Washington, D.C. October 24th, fire set to parish office, St. Charles Borromeo, Tacoma, Washington, or Tacoma, Washington. Then into November of 2021. And in November 1st, statue of St. Anthony of Padua decapitated, and the church was called St. Anthony of Padua at Fargo, North Dakota. November 5th, graffiti spray-painted on exterior of Catholic Mission, Mission San Jose, Fremont, California. So that's nearly all the missions moving up the coast being attacked here. November 9th, graffiti spray-painted on exterior walls, St. Nicholas Ukrainian Catholic Cathedral, Chicago, Illinois. November 25th to 29th, windows smashed and statues toppled at St. Peter's Catholic Church, Deland, Florida. November 28th, fire at Catholic Charities causing destruction of roof in one-fifth of the building. That's the Catholic Charities Centre in Knoxville, Tennessee. Into December of 2021. Statue of Our Lady of Fatima vandalised. That was at the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception, Washington, D.C. When you think about how good the security is there, you notice that cameras have seen people do quite a few of these things. At the present moment in my parish, we are in the process of putting up cameras, not because it might prevent people, but at least then we would be able in justice to, to try, hopefully track down the culprits. December 12th. Christmas decorations damaged and stolen. Mary, Mother of God, Catholic Church, Hillsborough, New Jersey. December 23rd. Christmas decorations damaged and stolen. Mary, Mother of the God, Catholic Church, Hillsborough, New Jersey. So that got attacked a couple of times in two weeks. December 29th. Christmas decorations damaged and stolen. Again, at Mary, uh, Mother of God, Catholic Church, Hillsborough, New Jersey. So that had three attacks all over the Christmas period. Uh, how unpleasant for everybody. Uh, then we move into, and uh, probably won't have time, that's how many there is. Won't have time to do all the ones for the present year that we're in. But um, I'll keep going. Resuming Amazon Music. January 2022. January 14th, tabernacle vandalised, money stolen, St. Alphonsus Catholic Church, Fresno, California. January 26th, statue of Our Lady of Fatima and children who witnessed apparitions decapitated, Church of the Nativity, Burke, Vermont. January 27th, interior of Catholic Church vandalised, Greenwood Catholic Church, Greenwood, Minnesota. February 14th, stained glass windows smashed. St. Therese of the Infant Jesus, Catholic Church, Shrine of the Little Flower, Albuquerque, New Mexico. February 17th, two statues of angels knocked down. Sacred Heart, Catholic Church, Milledgeville in Georgia. 
February 23rd, a statue of the Holy Family stolen from parking lot in Margaret Mary Catholic Church, San Antonio, Texas. February 29th, two stones of Ukrainian Catholic Cemetery defaced St. Michael the Archangel, Ukrainian Catholic Church, Baltimore, Maryland. March 1st, statue of the Holy Family defaced with blasphemous words and imagery, Holy Family Catholic Church, Jacksonville, Florida. March 8th, interior and exterior of church vandalised, statue damaged, St. Mary's Catholic Church, Royal Oak, Michigan. Now that's the first one from Michigan. I know there are more. There have been some recently, um, but I probably won't be able to, to fit them in. But we're now in April of 2022. Sanctuary vandalised, crucifix and stained glass windows damaged at St. Anthony's Catholic Church, North, North Beach, Maryland. April 8th, 30 windows and front door broken by rocks, Crystal Ray Catholic Church, Austin, Texas. May 4th, pro-abortion messages spray-painted on front doors of Sacred Heart of Mary, Catholic Church, Boulder, Colorado. May 7th, pro-abortion messages spray-painted on front doors, glass panels broken at St. John Paul, Oh, so actually, there's a typo. St. John the Twenty Third Catholic Church, Fort Collins, Colorado. May 8th, pro-abortion messages spray-painted on doors and signs, Loretto House, Denton, Texas. May 8th as well, offices set on fire using incendiary devices. That's Oregon Right to Life. So this is all now, of course, kicking off because of the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Um, May 9th, theft of a tabernacle containing the body and blood of our Lord, St. Bartholomew, the Apostle Catholic Church, Katy, in Texas. Uh, so we're running out of time. I want to mention the fact that there have been two attacks in East Lansing in the last month, uh, both on Catholic schools with windows smashed and uh, spray painting as well. So of course it was in Michigan, and I believe there's been four attacks in Detroit. Now I looked through all the lists, they're actually not mentioned fully in that list from the bishops, that's why the list on the bishops has got 162 on it, that's why, as I said, there's at least 170 attacks, if not more, and some Catholic sites say that there's well over 200 attacks. So we need to be aware of these things, we need to be vigilant, we need to be watching, but we also need to inform our lackadaisical Catholic friends that what's going on here? There's a rise in Catholicism, the KKK, a hundred years ago, were very anti-Catholic and helped fund the Mexican government at the time, you're familiar with the Cristeros Wars, that was a, a Freemason uh, government in Mexico and the KKK gave them money and they were set out to remove Catholicism from Mexico. That's where we get Father Miguel Pro and some others. And if you're a knight or you know people who are knights, there I think were five knights who died in that. Then more recently, about 80 years ago, maybe 90, the Spanish Civil War where many uh, Catholics, particularly priests, were either starved to death, tortured to death, or just shot in the street or before firing squads. And then, of course, back in the 1800s, there were the know-nothings here in the States. And that was a whole 
very much an anti-Catholic movement. Uh, and there were, I think it was nearly 17 states that had laws to prevent Catholics from holding public office. And there still are some laws. Uh, some of you may be aware that at the present moment there are uh, places where the Catholic Church is denied funding because of for our schools, for meals and things like that, because we are a faith-based school. That strikes me as being anti-Catholic, because uh, I don't I don't hear about it happening. It might, it might happen to other Christian groups, but I don't hear about that. I, I hear, of course, about the anti-Catholic things that, that go on. We need to be strong in our faith. Tertullian, the early church father, said in the 300s that the blood of the martyrs is the 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 uh, the seed of the church, and of course that that's true. Now it's not because we seek martyrdom, but it's that we're ready for it when it comes. There's a story I maybe have mentioned this before that how Saint Polycarp, the the premier pupil of Saint John the Evangelist, um, how he was martyred was there was a group of young men who decided they were going to go and stand in the main square and declare they were Catholics and take all that was that was coming. And then they did that, and then when they were arrested, in order to prevent themselves from being tortured, they said, if you don't torture us, we'll tell you where Polycarp is. And Polycarp willingly went to his death, but he wasn't foolish enough to go looking for it. We're not looking for it. If it comes, it comes. What I want everybody to be aware of is... Don't live with your head in the sand. There is anti-Catholicism growing again in the country. And I'm told that most of the mainstream media, no surprise, is not reporting these attacks. So I've just given you a list. It's not an exhaustive list. I, I, I don't think I even got to 120 of attacks of a variety of type types. Let's now, together... Pray to Our Lady, who seemed to be the one that gets the most attacks, and seek conversion for the souls, uh, the spirits of those who would do these things, that the Lord, who's trying very hard to speak to their hearts, that they open their hearts so that he will speak to them as we pray together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. And may Almighty God protect you and your families, look after you, keep you vigilant. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless. Thank you for joining me. Let's Talk Catholic is produced by Nick Medelsky and can be heard right here on Relevant Radio in Northern Michigan, Saturdays at noon.